the most action-packed content from the top mobile experts. This is the App Masters Podcast with Steve P. Young. What is up, App Masters Virtual Summit attendees? Welcome to this awesome module where you're going to learn all about monetization, how my friend, the guy you see right next to me, grew his app business to over 35 million downloads and 1.5 million mouse. I think that's how they say it, but monthly active users. He's a serial entrepreneur. He self-funded the company. eTips is the company he runs, is the largest publisher of mobile travel guides. He has a team in Argentina and he's managing. Now he's out in the Silicon Valley in San Jose, California. He's been in the app business for a very long time and somebody I hold dear in my heart as a true friend. So I'm super excited so that we can all learn from him. But without further ado, Gonzalo Juarez, welcome to the summit. Hey, Steve. Thank you very much to, to be part of this show. I always, I, you know how much I love to talk, talking to you and I mean, whatever you need to, whatever you need for to help other entrepreneurs, other other app, mobile apps developers. I'm here, man. I I love what I do. I appreciate that, Gonzalo. Is there anything I missed from the intro? Anything you want to add on top of this? No, I think it's just named monthly active users, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, congratulations <laughs> on all the success. Well, since you've been in the travel space for the last four years and so, where do you see the mobile travel industry going? Well, the travel industry—it's a—it's a—it's a huge industry. It's a—it's a brick and mortar industry, if you—if you, if you want to put it that way. And uh, tra- on the mobile space, nobody's doing anything better than us, to be honest. Uh, we are the largest publisher of travel guides. We do cities, we do we, we do museums, and we actually conquer the long tail of travel. If you are familiar with the long tail, I don't know if you are actually familiar with the long tail. This is basically the strategy that TripAdvisor did on web. So they basically, whenever you go to Google, you search for a small destination, TripAdvisor will pop up. In the App Store, nobody's doing that better than us. So which it's it's actually a strategy that it worked pretty good for us. Uh, the travel industry, I think, I would like to say it's going towards what I what I work what I'm working on, which is personalization. Uh, but I'm not sure. Uh, we have data that for, you have TripAdvisor taking only 10% of the of the pie of the all overall travel industry, and they are the 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 one who takes the most out of that industry. So we're talking about huge numbers here, and we want to we want to become your next travel companion. We want to go into the personalization by the by by the cell to the to that level like very very, very we, we just want to do it in a in a perfect way nobody's doing it i travel i have 10 different apps to travel i just want one well you get you've grown your business 500 percent in the last four years and you've done it all on organic growth what i want to talk about too is since we know each other very well you started out the company as just paid apps Right? How exactly. did you how did yeah. you make that decision to go from completely all paid to then being like okay let's try freemium? 
Yeah. Well, uh, before going to freemium, we just we just we just try different price tiers. We started with a paid up on a price tier of four four ninety nine, and then we brought it down to two ninety nine or three ninety nine. I do not recall. Uh, we just we just we were just scaling a lot with paid version, but then we found out that people like to see something free before downloading the app. Uh, and the App Store, it changed during the years. So I think we just adapted ourselves to the new App Store. And I'm talking, when I say new App Store, it's not the, the, the current App Store that you see now. Right. It's the one before that. And we just needed to give it a try. So it was a huge decision for us. I think it was 2014 that we actually did that. It was November 2014 that we actually did that. And we actually, we were pretty happy with the outcome because we we actually didn't soft launch. We should have soft launched uh, that, that idea, but we just went everything into freemium from one day to the next one. And we actually saw revenue going up. People were happy using the app and then paying for the premium version. So we actually managed to do something very difficult in the travel industry, which is succeeding on a B2C live uh, on a B2C business, a business to, con- to consumer uh, business. And we actually did that. We actually proved the travel industry wrong uh, and we succeeded. Uh, we are we are a successful startup and bootstrap, self-funded and profitable. The thing I want to get into is how did you, so it was the same app. So let's say for instance, you have a New York travel app or Los Angeles, whatever city you went from this app being paid to like $2.99 or $3.99 to then completely free. It was the same exact app. Did you get any backlash from the paid users being like, Hey man, now it's free. Like I, I paid for this. No, we actually, uh, we actually, uh, prepare ourselves to, to come back to the user. The user. Uh, we were going to give them, I mean, if we got an user paying for our app at that time, we were actually, we decided to actually give back the money to that user. Uh, but we, we never had any complaint whatsoever. We were actually adding new features to, features to the app and people were enjoying it. Uh, the, the decision was made in terms of the Apple Store change, we need to adapt. You need to adapt your business if you are basically 100% relying on a marketplace, which we were and we are, we still are. And so we adapted ourselves to the, to the new App Store, App Store. And then we wanted to see more uses. So our uses, it grew dramatically. It grew, it grew a lot. It, 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 we scaled a lot at that time in terms of users. We just needed them to be more engaged within the app and to pay the, the premium version, which actually they did. And we 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 basically double our revenue business from just going for free to for paid to premium. Wow, that's amazing, man! Congratulations. I'm sure you've probably got like Thank more you. than double of the downloads. Right, can only imagine. Not yeah, yeah, no, no. We, we, we the downloads they were they they went to ten x. So that's uh, a, it's a, How yeah. did you decide between okay, now I'm paid. You know, like everybody gets this content after they pay. Then figuring out like what content to make free and what content to make paid premium. So well, we we just decided to put twenty percent of the content for free. 
and our apps at that time they all at that time not not today but they had all the same kind of look and feel uh, and we just decided to unlock the first 20 percent of the content and it was any content it was just the first since we do content app it's a travel it's a travel guide we normally start with the introduction to a city, the culture, the demographics, and then we do different itineraries. So we unlocked the, the, the first day itinerary for free, and then the rest of the app, the places to go, the different itineraries, uh, the maps, augmented reality, everything was paid. Uh, so we just did it that way. Uh, 20%. Since we have a huge business, everything we do, it, it has to be automatized. So we decide, we just decided to go with the, the first part of each single app to be logged, to be unlocked. And so we, we created tools to do that. Otherwise, it would have been impossible since we had 1,200 apps out there. Yeah, that's amazing. You guys have built some technology, a lot of technology, I want to say, in making sure that you can scale up the production and the updating everything when it comes to like managing all these apps. Like how many apps in total do you guys have right now? So right now we, we took a few out of, out of the market because it was such a pain to update them. So right now we have around 400 in the market, but we, it, it, we came to one point that we had 1,200 apps wow. into the market. Uh, we just decided to group them um, had less quantity of apps right now, but but yeah, as you said, uh, as you as you develop a business that you are growing in terms of products, you need to develop the tools behind those products to be able to update them, to be able to up, upload them, to distribute them. Uh, it's it's a huge pain, and we actually develop in-house tools. Uh, very, very good in-house tools for different type of uh, different aspects of the business, such as producing, development, distribution, uh, content. Uh, everything has an engine. That's amazing, man. So let's talk about where you guys are today. You went that was 2014. You went from strictly play. You're adapting to the app store. What are you seeing today? Because I know the models that you guys are going after now. Are you willing to share any of the the models you're going after? So, yeah, so we grew a lot. Today we have 1.5 million monthly active users, uh, as you mentioned in the intro, 35 million downloads overall. Uh, we still have a, a lot of downloads every single day. Uh, we have a lot of users coming back to us, which is pretty good. Uh, the lifetime value of the apps, as these are different cities, different museums. Okay, the lifetime value of the app is pretty low because they actually delete the app, but then we see people coming back to eTips and get a new guy for a new place that they want to travel. However, we wanted to give a nice solution to the users, so we want to give the content for free, and which is something really, really, it's, it's a pivot in our company because we, we rely on selling content. Uh, but right now we partner with uh, with Viator. Viator is a TripAdvisor company, and we are selling tours and activities towards uh, towards uh, the, the destination. We also launched, which is I'm gonna announce it publicly here. We also launched uh, an app called Tours and Travel. Uh, it's an MVP. It's still an MVP, but we are learning a lot about that, and we put our whole massive of travel apps within one app. 
called Tours and Travel. And that app is free for the users, 100% free. All the content that we give over there is free. You have augmented reality. You have the nearest, nearest me places. And, and yeah, it doesn't cost a dime. And we actually sell tours and activities if you actually decide to go to a tour through a tours and activities uh, panel with TripAdvisor. So it's sort of so like an affiliate I, relationship, right? Like you make money when people buy these tours and guides. That's correct. That, yeah. That's correct. It's an affiliate relationship. We're going to the affiliate model. There are a lot of big companies out there who are doing amazing, an amazing job. And I think you don't have to create a, everything from scratch again. You just need to integrate what what others are doing uh, better. So from you. the couple of questions that's come up in my head, the the move to the affiliate model was it hard building that relationship with Viator to then you know work out the terms that you guys wanted? I'm I'm very lucky because I have relocated myself three years ago to the Silicon Valley, so the Silicon Valley is, the, is still the place where where you do business and people are willing to do more business. So in order to get an affiliate an affiliate contract is pretty easy. You just go to the these big websites and you apply for it and. Somebody will get will be get, get back to you and, and tell you if you are if you are suitable or not. However, face to face relationships are awesome. Uh, I got to talk, I got to talk to Viator personal, personally, and I got to actually pitch my my business to them, and I I got accepted, and the terms were really good. How and we I we we also build smart alliances mm-hmm. around the Silicon Valley. So Viator is. It's just it's only it's the, it's the first and only tours and activities uh, selling point that we are going to have in the app. However, we are going to the affiliate model, and we um, I already built and I'm built, still building new alliances for the lodging industry, for the uh, the the flights industry, for the rental car industry. So I want I want to put everything within this single app. I love how yeah, you guys... And everything will be run on, on affiliate program. I love it. And I love how you guys are... Actually, let me... Before I get into that, let me ask you about this. From a monetization standpoint, you saw you know revenues pretty much double after you moved to the freemium model. From the early stages, what are you seeing from the affiliate model versus the freemium model now? So in terms of gross revenue, if you take gross revenue as a metric, gross revenue is whatever you sell, basically... Uh, numbers are higher when you do an affiliate program because uh, a tool is worth more than than our app, our content guides. Uh, we have content guides for three bucks, and a tour to cross the uh, I don't know to cross the Golden Gate on a Segway it might cost you twenty five bucks. So right there, with that only example, you multiply your revenue by five. Uh, so in terms of gross revenue, it's bigger. Uh, people are whenever they are happy with it with an app uh, they they try to they pay for goods and services within that app so people are willing to spend more uh, in an app than just selling the content so i i'm very bullish uh, on on that model to be honest I love the way you guys have sort of adapted, right? You're like, hey, I'm, we're not going to wait for another eTips competitor to come in and be like, hey, we're going to do this affiliate model or we're going to go free. You guys are paid. We're going to go free. You sort of disrupted your own business. How do you guys come to that sort of mindset and how do you guys make that decision? Like, hey, this is where what we definitely need to do. So we do travel apps and we 
when we first started, we were app developers, in the app developers. But since we we went into the trouble category of that, we we actually started to to sell trouble and not not apps anymore. So with my brother, which is my co-founder uh, Sebastian, we started to attend to more travel conferences or travel events, and we started to learn about travel. Uh, we built a company, a self-funded, profitable company, and five years later, we just began to understand travel. So, as we we are we are actually serving, uh, we are actually selling a service or a good, which could could be a tool uh, considered as a good, and we are not selling we are not selling apps anymore. So it's funny how we pivoted without even realizing. Uh, whenever you go very into into that category, you you are actually you becoming a different type of company. We do apps, and apps is only our distribution model of travel services. Mm. Uh, so, so no, I love the way you yeah, think about it. Sorry. So, like, yeah, hey, we started as an app company, right? And then now, because we've been doing this for four plus years, we actually found out that we're a travel company with an app distribution channel. Exactly, exactly, yeah. So today I was in the Alconf, uh, right next to the Worldwide Developer Conference, and I and I actually thought, oh, we're not any, we're not developers anymore. I mean, we we have a de- development team, and and we still rely on on ASO for the for the discoverability piece and this and that. But my mind, I mean, I was really excited the years before to go to the Alconf to do the, the development conference, and right now it's like more, I'm more like, oh. I have a I have a travel conference on Thursday, so I should be focused on that one yeah. and not the development one. And it, it's <laughs> yeah. almost like you are the cool kid, right? Like when we're in an app conference, you and I, we're like we're not that cool. Like everybody has an app around us, but when you're in a travel comp conference or a travel around travel people, and you're an app com- company, you're suddenly the cool kid, right? Like you've got something that most people don't have. Whereas you know the tech conferences, like oh, I have an app company. Everybody, almost yeah. a lot of people that we know have app companies. Yeah, so the travel industry it's a, it's an old industry. It's everything is relied relied on old technology, and that's something that has to it has to change. So yeah, that's you are correct. We have a complete new distribution model that nobody realizes. I mean, even uh, nobody realizes yet uh, because the travel industry is so old, and everybody everybody travels, and everybody would actually go into the into the old fashioned way to travel. Uh, but right now with technology you could actually you could actually improve uh, that service a lot and that's where where we are going to those who are watching gazzolo has a ton of experience when it comes to growth from the organic standpoint because everything that they've done to amass so many 35 million downloads has all been organic no paid marketing whatsoever but today i still want to focus on the monetization standpoint because i feel like you and i can talk forever about the growth from the monetization standpoint, as somebody who came from Argentina, who then is now in the Silicon Valley, how have you managed to make so many great relationships with people in the business? Because I know all the companies and all the cities that you are actually closely knit, tied with and building apps for, you've done a great job from a BD perspective. So how have you been able to do that? You, need, you just need to be proactive. I've been, I've been talking to people. The Silicon Valley, is, as I said before, it's a great area to talk to people, and people are willing to do business. You just sit with them and talk about your ideas. And you know, you know, there's a question that I l- learned to ask around here: is how 
do I, how can I help you? Mm. And listen to the other. When, when you actually raise that question and you stop talking about yourself, you're realizing that there's a need on, 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 on the person you're talking to. So if you actually start talking like, you, you start asking that question more often, and you start listening to the answer, and maybe try to fit what your background or what your knowledge or whatever you have as a possible solution to that person, you will be impressed about the synergy that you both have together. So I've been asking that question a lot lately. And I've been closing relationships like that a lot. And people started to like you and people start helping you uh, helping you out the same way you will try to help them out. So that's a very good question to ask. And that's and it's all relationship, man. It's all going out there, talking to people and try to help each other. I mean, we are all here to succeed, and it has to be a win-win. One plus one, it should be three, not four, not two. What about to the new person who was Gonzalo, 2015, 16, just coming to San Jose? I'm like, I have no connections here. What do I do? How do I get started? I mean, it's great to ask somebody, like, how can I help you? But how do I get some in front of somebody so that I can even ask the question? So going to conferences is a very nice place. Meetups, events is a very nice place. Uh, Everything related to what you do, of course. Uh, I, I joined a, a private mastermind group, which is amazing. Uh, that, that group helped me a lot. Uh, you are a great part of that group as well. And that helps you a lot. People are willing to help. And you just go to meetups. You just go to uh, conferences that, that you, you might like. And you just push yourself to to to... To, to the not. I'm not going to say the limit, but I'm try to try to be out of your comfort zone. To be honest, just try to talk. Uh, I haven't. Be, I, I honestly, I think it's kind of a, it's a, it's a chain of favors. To be honest, it, it works like a network effect or a change of favors. So whenever you go and go out and talk to one person, that person will actually introduce you to another person, and your network effects starts to grow so it happened to me i i met this guy who introduced me to this other guy and this other guy we went for drinks and this other guy introduced me to another guy <laughs> and, and it's all a change of events right. and i ended up coming here i ended up setting my company set, setting up my company here uh, building strong relationships and the people that i met for the last three to four years they are, are, are currently my best friends because we share the same interests. And I grew up with huge friends back home in, in Argentina where I grew up. And they're very good friends, but we don't have a lot to talk sometimes because we are in different in industry. And I prefer to, like, in right now, at this moment, I prefer to talk about the industry, trying to help uh, other, other people success, succeed. And I love it. I think I don't know it, if I actually answer your question, but <laughs> I, well, yeah. I know the backstory a little bit. So I think it's it's investing in relationships, and you never know what these connections can lead to. But all I was kind of referencing, hey, you know, he got met, he met somebody through somebody else that led him to somebody else. You never know these connections that there are five connections down the road, but it was that 
one initial connection that led to these five connections that brought him to the States. So it's like investing in these relationships, making sure you're connecting. Because I do this all the time too, where I'll try to put dinners together. I'll try to force myself to meet new people because you never know what can happen. You only know five years down the road, hey, was that relationship worth it or not? But now you're like, should I go? Should I not? And sometimes you talk yourself out of it. I do it all the time. I talk myself out of these things when it's like, you know what? These are really great things. If you build these one-on-one yes. in-person relationships, they can lead to a lot of these things that you might not see right now, but you'll see maybe four years down the road. Exactly. And one thing that I do uh, that, I, uh, that I've been doing the last two years, I just, uh, I started to build this relationship with the educational institutions. So I'm actually a, a guest lecturer at San Jose State University. I actually lecture once at Stanford University, which I think I, I, I think is amazing. Uh, and I'm trying to mentor different startups on different ideas. So I'm very open. My office is my the, the door for my office is wide open, and I'm here to listen every single problem, uh, mentor ideas because I also want to motivate others to do what I did, which is start your own business. Right. I love that. All right. Well. I would be remiss to not ask you at least one growth question. So Gonzalo, give us like a tip from an ASO perspective, whatever you know best that's working today, 2018, that can help others grow their app business. I'm still impressed about localization, to be honest. I'm still impressed about localization. People still developing apps for the, for one particular target. And that's mainly the U.S. target because but not everybody speaks english man and it's still it's still the case five years after and i'm impressed how many people develop and upload an app uh, and and do the metadata and all the the research part of the app the aso in english it's uh, it still amazes me in the travel industry there, there are a lot of uh, there are a lot of uh, companies still doing that and i still see that on the gaming industry uh, so localize your metadata, localize it. Uh, that's a, that's a big tip. You will get a lot of downloads then. Uh, yeah. And that's, that's not black hat, uh, black hat ASO that's legally, that's legally. ASO, and you will, you will get a lot of rewards by doing that. Honestly. Well, I, I actually, so the tools and travel app, yeah. I actually did that. Uh, I actually localized that, uh, about a week ago. And we tripled the downloads. Wow, that's amazing. So yeah. I'll give you one actionable it's tip. It's all organic. We, we kind of put this, yeah. we put this course together back in what, 2014, when I was at my old place, we looked completely different. But that's, and I, I was <laughs> watching this again, but that course is still valid today. And Gonzalo breaks it down. Wow. So one tip that I will give you guys that, because I just edited that course, was just a snippet was like, start with the keywords because you can use keywords for free and nobody's going to kill you for getting anything wrong. If you localize the app name and the subtitle, they're going to kill you if you get some type of things wrong, but the keywords are hidden from the iOS space. So if you just localize the keywords, you're going to see that growth and you're not going to get penalized from people saying, Hey, in Japanese, that is not how you say travel in Japanese. Yeah. You won't get killed. So that's one great tip. But if you want the full course, you can check it out on app masters Academy. I, I, I Oh, that's great. Yeah, I think you sent, you sent me the video. I haven't seen it, but you should definitely post it if it's still valid. Uh, because those are like, that's one ASO 101, to be honest. That's ASO 101. One little tip that I will, that, uh, that I'm going to give here that is working pretty awesome 
it's the ina purchases and i and i know many people are making money out of ina purchases but if you can you can you are able to feature your ina purchases uh, in the app store uh, since a year ago you should definitely do that because you uh, and you should definitely upload an icon to that ina purchase because whenever you upload that icon to the ina purchases the ina purchase gets indexed indexed and it works pretty pretty good with your app title and your subtitle that's that's the that's it. a tip. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for sharing that, my friend. If the audience wants to follow up with you and personally thank you for coming on and sharing your knowledge or even pick your brain, the website I will send them to is etips.com, a five-letter domain. That's congratulations on that. So etips.com. Zala, do you <laughs> want to send them anywhere else? Yeah, I want to send them to the App Store. Download Tours and Travel. Tours and Travel is an MVP. That, that one is the one that we are, we're, we are going to be working on uh, this year and uh, yeah good reviews are always helpful man that's awesome man well, I will and, link and also as i said before my door is always open uh etips.com has has my contact at etips.com uh, email but also my personal email is gonzalo my first name dot juarez my last name j-u-a-r-e-z at etips.com that's awesome, man. Well, I will link up his personal Twitter profile on there as well so you can check him out there. And if you can connect with him there, that's a great way to do it. Kazal, thank you so much for being a friend and for coming on and doing this. Thank you very much, Steve. Keep up, man. Thanks for listening to the App Masters Podcast. For show notes and amazing app marketing content, check out appmasters.co.